The Cray twins arrived an hour later. The brothers walked into the booth and sat either side of Toddy. The girl got up and left. Reggie patted her ass as she passed, taking the champagne with her. The two men filled the red velvet booth, the curtains contrasting against their matching black suits. They sat leaning forward, hands on their knees. Toddy pulled himself together, tucking his shirt back into his trousers and straightening his tie, trying to sober up. Ronnie talked first. We've been told you're from Birmingham, and you know the Futurals, is that right? His tone was not friendly. Yeah, that bastard Eddie Futural killed my best mate. Toddy lied. Killed your best mate, you say? So what's that got to do with us, then? Roger sat drumming his fingers on his knee. My best mate was Duncan Jarvis. They killed him. They killed Mickey Higgins, too. Those fuckers have got to pay for what they did. Toddy continued the lie and decided to demonise the Futurals as much as he could. Ronnie took over. And this is of interest to us because... He left the question hanging. Toddy decided to make his move. Well, you, the craze, you want to get into Birmingham, but the Futurals are stopping you. Well, I can help you. Now Toddy sat back and took a drink, hoping the twins wouldn't see his hand shaking. Okay, now you got my attention. What's your name, son? Ronnie held his hand out. Toddy extended his hand and introduced himself. He took Ronnie's surprisingly soft hand and shook it hard. Reggie just nodded and said, Firstly, let's just get one thing straight. If we want Birmingham, we'll go and fucking take it. The Futurals, fuck all. You can load up a few buses, drive up there and crush them. We don't need no one's fucking help. Ronnie interrupted. But Reg, the simplest way to do any job is from the inside. I mean, it makes life a lot fucking easier if he does it instead of us, won't it? And you say Duncan Jarvis is your best pal? Red Quiff, queer. Toddy was taken back. Red Quiff, homosexual? Yeah, that's right. How'd you know him? Well, he's the bloke that took us to the fucking Futurals in the first place. He said he knew Eddie Futural, but he turned out to be a load of bollocks, didn't he? He didn't know fuck all. Toddy was speechless. Thinking fast, he made a joke of how Jarvis was always saying he knew people he didn't, always trying to be popular. Ronnie's mind dwelled on the sex he'd enjoyed with the man in the back room of the Trocadero Hotel. He could see Jarvis was a ponce, but felt he had a connection with the man, so decided he would give Toddy the benefit of the doubt. You say he's dead? Well, how did he die? I don't know. He just disappeared the night you visited the Bermuda Club. No one's seen him since. Reggie remembered the night. Yeah, they made him stay after we left. He turned his attention back to the Birmingham man in front of him. Okay, Mr Burns, why are you telling us this? How can you help us? Toddy just blurted it out. I'll kill Eddie Futural for you. He's the main man. Once he's dead, the others will just fold. Especially if you move in straight away with some strong arm tactics. I know people in Birmingham, hard men, willing to fight your corner. I'll kill him. There was a short silence between the men. For the first time, Toddy noticed the thick, chunky sound of the Hammond organ playing in the background. The twins were talking amongst themselves now, but Toddy felt elsewhere. Maybe it was the champagne or just the moment was too intense. Whatever it was, he came back to reality when Ronnie tapped his knee. Have you ever killed anyone before, son? The memories of Jarvis ran through his head. Yeah, twice. Once in the army in Algeria, the other with me bare hands. I ain't got a problem with it. Obviously, I'll need a gun, so you'll have to sort that out. And if I do this for you, you'll need to do something for me. Oh, yeah. And what's that, then? Reg gave Ron a sideways glance. If I kill Eddie Futural, I'll have to leave Birmingham forever. I'll need a job. Maybe you could find me a position in your firm for me. Toddy left the question hanging in the air. 
he pictured the world circling with the sound waves of the Hammond organ. Both the craze started to laugh. Fuck you now. I thought you were going to ask for some fucking money. Toddy kicked himself for not thinking to. Nah, just me job, Mr. Cray. Reg turned to Ronnie. I think we can find a position for a smart young man like you. What do you say, Ron? Ron turned to the curtains. Hey. He called to no one in particular. Get another bottle of champagne. We're going to celebrate. New member of the firm. Turning to Toddy, he gave a broad smile. We'll get you a gun. Something smooth and reliable. And if you can kill that bastard Futural, you'll have a job waiting here for you when you get back. Welcome to the firm, Toddy. He held his hand out once more and grinned. Toddy took his hand and smiled back, but something inside him didn't feel right. And although he was excited, he couldn't help but wonder if he'd made a deal with the devil. Toddy had the feeling that the brothers needed to talk amongst themselves, so he excused himself for a visit to the toilet. Ronnie and Reg sat looking at each other. There was no need to talk. They both knew instinctively what the other was thinking. Smiles grew on the faces as the scenario of Toddy Burns murdering Eddie Futrell ran through their minds. It's a win-win situation. Ronnie broke the silence. If that silly cunt wants to kill Eddie Futrell on the promise of a fucking job, then who are we to argue? Reggie poured another drink from the champagne bottle. I'll get him a gun, and we'll fuck him off on the first train tomorrow morning back to Birmingham. If he shows up here and the job's been done, well, put him on the door somewhere on one of the clubs. Ronnie nodded. Yeah, and if he don't, well, we'll throw him in the fucking Thames, won't we? Both brothers burst out laughing.